Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we are sitting in our kitchen area, cozy in front of the fire, Jill setting the dog out, so we will be undisturbed, and we're going to do our top 10. We have not discussed this previously, so we're going to be just as surprised as you all. Uh, We'll do it one at a time. Can I say what movie we haven't seen yet? Yeah, we haven't seen Burning, or... um, Street. The new Barry Jenkins movie we haven't seen. Just because it was not available to us. So those are the two movies we've heard are great. They're out of people's top tens, but we just haven't seen them. I thought this was a great year for movies, so I'm excited about this. This was a hard, this was a stressful list for me to make. Really? Yeah. And I want to say I went with the strategy of just going with my gut. Like if I felt something, I just wrote it down without mm-hmm. overthinking it. And now that I've had it written a list for about five minutes, I'm already <laughs> saying, wait a minute, what about? But I'm going to stick to the way I did it. Okay. I came up with my list about a week ago, and I've been revising it, moving things up and down. So yeah. David's been far more scientific about it. I've been sure, far scientific. More, <laughs> or like, <laughs> what's a better word for that? Thoughtful. Method- methodical. <laughs> sure. And I'm trying to go on my gut, which is something I'm not very good at. So this is going to be... <clears throat> Very different approaches to this top 10. So we'll start at 10 and we'll go to one. Jill, start us off with your 10. My number 10 is The Favorite. Yeah, that was one we saw recently. It'll be an episode coming out. The, I thought all the actresses were wonderful. Yeah. And it just, I could watch, forget about the content. The the I could look at their outfits and the, <laughs> I just loved it. It was shot wonderfully well. Yeah. And then fortunately the rest of the... <laughs> Movie is good too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the story was quite bizarre and twisted, and so it fit perfectly with the aesthetic. My it's number ten nice. was American Animals. Mm-hmm. That was from earlier in the year. It was one that I am still trying to sort out what I think it's saying about race, or or how much it was trying to say anything about race, which I think it should have. But I was struck by how the genre of documentary was used and, and mixed with narrative. I thought that was strikingly original. My number nine? Mm-hmm. Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Great. And I have to say, since that's an um, anthology mm-hmm. movie, there are, there are parts of it that would get tens for me, mm-hmm. and then parts of it that, I, if I could, I would like eliminate them. Uh-huh. Um, but the ones that I... Loved, I loved so much, and it, I feel like it hits an aesthetic nerve in me that I I strive for, and it reminded me very much of Flannery O'Connor and little morality tales and these characters that are pretty broadly drawn. I eat that stuff up for yeah. breakfast. Oh, you do? You just had it? Yep, on my Wheaties. Ooh, some scrugs in your Wheaties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number nine is Shoplifters. If you can stomach foreign films stomach. with sub with subtitle, I guess if yeah, you can stomach if you subtitles, can, 
Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, sort of a classic neorealism where the there's a family, an impoverished family that resorts to crime for survival. But it's a very joyful movie. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like when you just when I'm listening to you describe it, it sounds like a stressful movie about <laughs> like poverty and, and people stealing and you're uh-huh. just being stressed out the whole time. And surprisingly, you're not. Yeah. You're right. very at ease with this family it doing quickly, these things. <laughs> it quickly distracts you from the fact that there's petty thievery going yeah. on. Well, my number eight was Shoplifters, so I oh, guess great. I'm just right on your tails with yeah. that one. Uh, my number eight was the favorite, which we discovered and I already David's talked about. new favorite director. Yes, Yorgos Lanthimos. Uh, number seven for me is Happy as Lazaro. That's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. It's another yeah. subtitled one, but again, not an oppressively subtitled one. Yeah, that's an Italian film. It's one that if if you liked Peter Sellers being there from the 70s, um, you should definitely give this a shot. It's a very similar story. I would say this is a little bit deeper than that, which might be blasphemy for people who swear by that movie as greatest of all time. Jill is now letting the dog in. Let's see how many times this happens during this podcast. I think that we can deny his next request. You're gonna you're about to be denied, Ruben. Is there room for him up here? Sure. Yeah, that'll make him come on up, Ruben. Bit, you're the one on the that's couch. taking up most of the space. I know. <clears throat> My number seven is Mandy. Yeah, <laughs> that's one that I was having a little... I, it didn't even make my short list, uh, but as I was thinking for a little <laughs> bit, I was like, not my type of movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. It's such a ride. Yeah. So Mandy, which I don't think a lot of people saw, is actually a Nicolas Cage movie, like 80s metal-inspired slash fest uh, kind of a revenge tale, but first and foremost, it's just a really moody art film, um, and I think it's cool that the director kind of paired those two elements. My number six was Crazy Rich Asians. Nice, yeah. I I thought that was one of the best romantic comedies ever. Ever, ever. I'm excited to see that again. A lot of these movies that I really loved. I, I kind of want a break from it. I really want to <laughs> see them again because they're kind of intense. Yeah. This one, I want to see it again. I'm so excited. I thought it was super. My six is Minding the Gap. It's a documentary. It's on Hulu. It's a skater who grew up, I would say he was skating in the 90s probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, he became a filmmaker and revisited some of his friends uh, who he skated with to check in on their lives takes place in one of the most one of the more depressed economically um, places in Illinois. Yeah, Rockford, Illinois. Um, so that's kind of the setting, the backdrop to all this. Yeah, and it just is. It just kind of uncovers a lot about America Midwest. My number five was Black Panther, and every time I think of Black Panther, I think of there's a shot. When there's um, kind of these warriors coming out of a cave and the main warrior has a uh, mask on, a monkey Mm -hmm. face, I think it is. Mm -hmm. 
and the mouth of the mask is wide open <laughs> and you can see the mouth of the person inside the mouth of the monkey just is so effective. Mm-hmm. You know, not only did they just do a great job telling these stories, but they made some choices um, artistically that I, that were really wonderful. Yeah. What are we up to? I just said five, so you have to say five. My five is the Battle of Buster Scruggs, which we have covered. Yep. What was that for you? That was like your seven? It was my ninth. It was your ninth, yeah. Yeah, I think mine was higher than yours. Uh, there wasn't a single one of those anthologies that I found lacking. You know, I could certainly rank them, but I enjoyed each one of them for different reasons. I think it's mostly reasons. the treatment of Native Americans. Oh, yeah. And I just didn't know how to, I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And uh, now we're number four. My number four was You Were Never Really Here which is also from early, earlier this year. It's Joaquin Phoenix in a, I guess, kind of a revenge tale. Specifically, I loved that whenever there was violence, the editing disguised the violence, kind of like Psycho, uh, when the shower scene um, has the point-of-view shot of stabbing. It's not that we're seeing the blade cutting flesh. The editing alone uh, implies violence because of how sharp and jarring it is. My number three is eighth grade. There's a lot of I liked about this one. I think it's giving some screen time to a age and a gender that don't get a whole lot of attention mm-hmm. in a sincere, authentic way. And I think Bo Burnham did a really wonderful job representing yeah. a young girl's experience in middle school. So that was... That was my number three. That was your number three. My number three is Happy as Lazaro, which you said earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really up there for me. Number two for me, Roma. Oh. Oh, that's cute. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I gave it a 10 when we did an episode on it. It's wonderfully shot. The acting is wonderful. The themes are plentiful. The directing is great. Get over yourself with subtitles and watch it. <laughs> yeah, this is a a more subtitle-heavy list for both of us than maybe in the last oh, year. Oh, my gosh. To way more. I mean, I don't even... I would love to remember last year's and see if there was a single subtitled one on it. Yeah. It's a movie that you should probably shut your phone off while you're watching it since it's on Netflix, um, it it doesn't have as fast a pace as a lot of stuff on Netflix, but it re- it deserves a lot more of your attention than anything else on Netflix right now. But I feel like the, the visuals <laughs> that they give you a lot of time to look at are meaningful, you yeah. know? So if you're someone who can, who enjoys that type of a movie you know just looking at things and picking up details and storing them away for later in the movie mm-hmm. this is definitely your type of movie i and i understand that it might not be for everybody it definitely is a bit of a slower pace mm-hmm. but i think it's worth giving a shot my number two is leave no trace i don't know if it's really going to be on a lot of people's top 10 lists i'm not really sure why i don't think it has much of a chance to get a best picture nomination that's i understand that more because it's not really an Oscar bait movie, but uh, I think it's a perfect movie. Well, if it was so perfect, David, why wasn't it like on my list? You're number one. 
<laughs> that was my number one. That was your number one. Trace. I agree with you that it's an excellent movie. <laughs> and it's so sad to me that it didn't get more attention. And again, I think it could be seen by so many different audiences and be meaningful to them. W- wide age range and life experience. And for me, I found it really challenged me to risk assuming the good in people. My number one, as we already have discussed, Roma. Uh, so we just switched our one and two. Yeah. And I I found fault with the scene in Roma, so I will not call it a perfect film, but I think it was even more ambitious than Leave No Trace. Yeah. Leave No Trace, That's true. I think, was a, just a little bit safer than Roma. But yeah, Roma, just the the technical scale of it, in addition to the very personal, very relatable story in the middle I think it just had everything. It's a movie that if you if you have a little bit of patience as a viewer, uh this this movie will reward you with everything you could hope for from film. So yeah, that's that's our top ten. That's our list. And uh I had, you know, my, I had eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, you know, I, I had a bunch I of know. other movies that I any other year would have I would have been happy to put on my top ten. Uh Tully was up there for me. Really? Mm-hmm. So that one, that one, uh, I remember it. It stuck with me. Huh. It's, you know, it's one that maybe after I left it, I didn't think very highly of it. But mm. now looking back at the list, it popped right out to mm. me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm pregnant. <laughs> and Spider-Man. Yeah. We just saw that Spider-Man into yeah. the Spider-Verse. I don't want to just give my 11, 12, 13 because I have them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, It was a tough year to choose. Yeah. All right, well, uh, if... For old lang time, my friend, and old lang time. What were you going to say? That's what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.